welcome back to the Colchester Sports Podcast. You're here with Marty and myself, Matt. And we're tonight kind of reviewing the Colchester Hockey Elite League semifinals. And then maybe we'll talk a little bit about the finals preview coming up. We have two heavyweight teams coming together, trying to win the Summer Cup. Marty, we've been at all the games, which has been great to kind of be in the building. And we've seen a lot of stuff this playoffs that have kind of made me excited about the league in general. I think just to recap really quick, one of the highlights for me would be the Purple Dragons getting their first win of the year, taking a game, a team to a game seven, game three. I like to call them game sevens. And they had the most support, I would say. They had 40 plus fans in the building when they played. That's a chill record. And pretty good for gentlemen's league hockey, I must say. It's pretty crazy. I think we did count the fans the other night, though, and there might have been 35-ish, but for the Purple Dragons to bring, we'll say 20-25 of their own because most of the other guys were there watching as they played as well, but they certainly brought a crowd themselves. It was pretty interesting. That Game 3 was really fun, and it came down right to the last minute. That might be the best series we've had. I think that's a fair statement. It's the only one to go to Game 3. Yeah, so that's fair. And then all three games kind of had their own storyline. You had Purple Dragons win their first game of the year in game one. Second game was almost a huge collapse. 6-1 deficit was almost overtaken. And then, yeah, went to a game three. So that was super fun to be a part of and super fun to play. But then you have, you know, a lot of other storylines come out of this semifinal round. But let's get, I won't spoil all those right from the gate. So let's just jump into that those first. I think it's quite easy to start with the Snacks and the Colchester Excavation team. And let's break that down a little bit. So if you haven't caught up on the Instagram or you haven't been at the the rec center there, you have may have missed. Dylan Bergmark is a perfect 60 for 60 with a one, what do you call that? 1.00. It's 1,000. <laughs> yeah. 1,000. A 1,000 Zero goals against average. Uh, the Snacks... Easy work with that red team. What are your thoughts there outside looking in? Well, I felt bad for you guys in game two, but we're going to backtrack a little bit to game one. So you guys had the momentum coming into the series after a big game three victory over the Purple Dragons. The snacks sat, so they were off for two weeks, maybe not that long, but so they were, they were going to be a little bit rusty. And I feel like in the first few minutes of that game, Game one, you guys certainly had chances, but just nothing superb, like nothing really threatening, I guess is the word. And then, you know, the Rocket Richard winner, Sam Archibald, breaks open the scoring, and then obviously Dylan shuts the door after that. But there was a, a glimmer of hope when the second period started, and you guys were all over them, but you just could not score. I don't know what it is with red, but you guys are missing, you guys were missing bona fide goal scorer, I think, was ultimately the problem with you guys. I I would agree with that. I think, actually, what did I tell you before that series started? We needed a couple players to come, which they did, but to keep those guys around, they really had, we really had to win. We had to win so game one, yeah. Yeah, and... and if you win game one, I think those guys come back and make the effort to come back for game two. You never know who pulls from the woodwork. I was working on Ian O'Brien a little bit 
trying to get him to come out. He's kind of resting up his injury for the winter chill, which I don't blame him. He said he's feeling good, though. But, yeah, that Ian O'Brien would have helped. Grew on defense would have helped. And then Chase and Mark as well. Like, y- y- you just need those guys to compete in this league. Like, you need a Gavin. You need a, a G Blackmore. And, I mean, I don't think Red had those guys. Like, you know what I mean? Those That that tier up. There's a, there's a, a, a tier. I mean, Bryson's right there. And Bryson was kind of our goal scorer. It's what I, I, when I messaged him at the start of the year. I said, we need a goal scorer. Do you want to play with us? And he did lead the team in goals at the end of it all. So he did his job. But, yeah, I think he didn't have much to work with. I mean, in that other tier, like, I think he had decent supporting guys. But that's like a second line on a team or something. You know what I mean? I know what you're trying to say. And it, it's tough when you're going up against the snacks. I think you guys would have been fine maybe against anybody else. But, and you said it, in, in, in order for you guys to really compete, you needed to win game one. And you certainly had the chances to win game one, but you just, Dylan was on. I don't even know if he was amazing in game one. He just made the saves he had to make. And you guys didn't have any, you know, right down Main Street, clear-cut scoring opportunities. You had a couple deflections. I think you did hit the crossbar at one point too, but they at the end of it they just their fast break. They were too fast. They would get the puck and they would turn the other way and you catch you guys flat footed and you know Cameron Patton scored two goals the exact same way down the far side, shot far side on Brent. Boom, game over. It's funny you say that they're too fast because I actually thought they played down a level when they played against us. And I and it makes me excited to see them play the the fast hogs because you have you have those kids Matt Vora and Ben Sheffer and all Bruce Gillis like I guess he's not a kid but all you have these guys that just work and they're fast and I think overall they're a faster team than than we are but I do think Snacks kind of played down a level and they still crushed us I do think they have that gear to go back up it's just a matter of can they make that adjustment in game one. And probably yes, because the, the the toolbox is there. Like, they have all the skills to do whatever, and they've played big games. They've all played good hockey. So it's probably yes, but I, I'm interested to see who gets the quick start, is there a quick start, and how things shape out in game one. I think the, one of the key things to watch, and it's quite obvious to say, is that goaltending matchup. I think Spencer's been good. Game two wasn't great. But I think Dylan's been good. He didn't have to be great. So I, I think there's still a level of like these two, these are the top two candidates. Like these are the two guys I think I have for, yeah, like who's going to take away that big save and who's going to make that game changing because they both are capable capable of it, right? Yeah, no, you are right. They're, bo- they're both great goalies. It's, it's going to be a crazy, crazy final. But if we, we jump back, I think you're jumping ahead a little too quick here. But if we jump back into your guys' semifinal series, the only comment I have, and I'll leave it at this, is when you bring those two guys in, they have to be your best players in that game. Yeah, Chase stands out because he makes a couple plays, and, and you can definitely see his talent level is, is a step ahead. And same with Mark. They just weren't your best players. And I think ultimately, again, he didn't score, so that certainly doesn't help. The snacks are just too good. And then we're not, I don't even want to talk about game two because there's no point. No, there's nothing to talk about there. The one thing I guess you c- I would say is that I was happy to not have... I mean, Colchester Excavation took zero penalties in that series, game one and game two combined. But no one was injured. There's no silliness. No one 
got super mad in both games. Even when it was a close 2 nothing game, there wasn't anything just like oh, I thought that was uncalled for. You know, a few penalties. Those are hockey plays. It's going to happen. You just got to, if you're playing in the league, you got to get used to that. But, yeah, no one, I think, overly angry. And that <laughs> I'm okay with that. So, so You guys should be mad at yourselves because with four minutes left in game one, you had a five on three for the whole four minutes, I believe. I'm pretty sure you finished the game with a five on three or pretty darn close to it. And you just couldn't muster anything at all. Yeah, and you know what? That's probably a sign of the thing that you don't like is these guys coming out for playoffs. I think that's a sign of Bryson and Chase not getting play power play time in the regular season. Mark not getting it with those guys too. Like It's just the chemistry. You don't play with those guys all summer. You have a couple games, but not enough. So I know you don't like when people come out just for the playoffs. I, w- I still will defend Chase and Mark saying they did come regular season when they could, and that's a detriment for us. And we saw that just then with that power play time not capitalizing not doing anything with that and you're right that that could have been the difference so okay let's jump into the other series then before we talk about the final so this one super fun i thought as a spectator and you had the titans and hogs play game one the story of that night was spencer scott but even still the hogs put up five goals on a first seed titans and tyler totten with a hat trick you got to mention that for sure and then there were some fireworks to end out that game, which I didn't catch, but led to a couple suspensions. And that didn't matter in game two. Yeah, no. Game, game one was fun to watch. Totten played a really good game. Three goals against the Titans. And it, it was kind of the same situation. The Hogs were coming in, coming off a win over Bud Heavy, where Spencer had a shutout and you know played really well in game two. And then the Titans had the big layoff. So again, you know the layoffs are might hurt the guys, but... If, if you're a good enough team, you can figure it out. And, you know, I thought the Titans were a good enough team. I still feel like they are a good enough team. And they're so close. Like, we've mentioned this the last few days where we've been talking that there's three seasons now in a row where the Titans were right there and just couldn't get over the hump. So it's it's going to be scary because I feel like once they figure it out and get over the hump that they're just going to keep, they might just keep winning because they have the ability to do that. Game one was was fun to watch. There was a little silliness at the end, and I, I think it was kind of warranted for what happened in, in a little sense, but not to where it got to. And like you said, we, we had a couple suspensions where Carson and Lee were both suspended the game, and sometimes you have to do things to try to keep people level-headed as best you can, and we felt that that was what needed to be done for that. Yeah, and it, I think it worked because there's nothing. I mean, a close game also helps that game too, that there, nothing gets out of hand, but it, there was nothing. So, yeah, that was nice to see, but it was a 6-5 game, so... I mean, it, it, that's kind of perfect the perfect ending to avoid any silliness. Storyline in that game. The animal. I think we can nickname him the animal. Who are you, who are you talking about here? Bruce. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> I think that's a good nickname for him. Yeah, I, I think going forward, I, I have a vision for a post. But anyway, uh, it's, it's the animal. That's, that's what we're going to refer to him as because I've watched a lot of hockey in my life. I've been part of a lot of big moments and, and not so big moments on both sides of things and sitting there watching that game the other night Bruce was an absolute animal he was five points three goals two assists on six goals for the Hogs he took over he did take over the game and you could feel it and Titans scored first and you were like uh-oh it's not a good sign and the next shift down 13 seconds later Bruce buries one home and you're like okay now I'm sure Spencer is kind of adjusted he didn't get much of a warm-up 
I'm sure it will be good now. But no, every time something would happen, like a goal for the Titans, Bruce had an answer. Every time it felt like we, like it, was, it actually really, I'm going to kind of go off track here a little bit, but it was, we were chatting after, who would you pick from this league to build your team around? And I mean, I still have, we'll do this someday, maybe tonight, I don't know. We'll see where, where we're at after this, but I, ha- I still have Spencer Scott first. But I think second, in that second spot, I had G or or Bruce. And you you were pretty adamant on Bruce right from the, from the start. And I think that was recent bias, maybe. I still think that's, like, maybe there's a 1A, 1B scenario there. But I was just like, oh, man, I'm, I'm happy that I'm in stands and not on the ice. And I've just got to add an <laughs> emphasis on that goal. So the Titans scored first. Glenn Frizee scored. Nice goal. Surprised Spencer with the shot selection that we heard. So... Nice, uh, nice goal, and you're like, okay, the Titans are here to play tonight after getting shut out in game one. And literally, I was on my phone trying to, because, you know, I did find out that there are people that sit home and watch the Instagram story to see how things are going. So shout out to all you people that give me a purpose on that. But I didn't even get the one nothing goal post posted. And you can just, you know, hear the kind of aurora in the crowd because Bruce just absolutely lets a laser beam top corner oh, I don't I don't even know if Curry moved and and it was funny because do you remember we were sitting there with Will and Matt Waller and uh they were just like who's who's number seven who's who's that and we're just like Bruce and they're like Bruce and there's like oh okay that's Bruce <laughs> I just remember that was kind of funny <laughs> yeah and he did it again and again too like it was just kind of it's kind of fun because like I mean, not comparing him to, to McDavid, but I always remember McDavid's first couple of years. It was like every time he was on the ice, something could happen. And that's the way, way it was with Bruce in game two. Every time Bruce was there and had the puck, something like it was it was dangerous. And I mean, oh, my God, getting to that the game winning goal. Well, hold up just just before we get to that, because I know that's a big thing that we're going to talk about. OK, they were down five, four. And they had that kind of partial two-on-one, three-on-two kind of break. And this is just to pump Bruce's tires a little more. But just when you think he's going to shoot the puck, he somehow sees Totten coming out of nowhere, slides the puck across the ice beautifully, <laughs> and it's like wide open net. And you're just like, I asked you the other day, like, because I was going to write something out about who has the best vision in the NHL. But I that was unbelievable to see... You just had to be there to see that whole situation. You're just like, how does he know he's there? That was sick. It's true because Tyler was behind the play, and he was kind of skating, you know, probably full tilt. And the puck was played to open space, essentially, and Tyler skated into it. Like, it it was like a perfect pass. But it wasn't the perfect pass of the night. (laughs) It wasn't the best pass of the night because what followed that, two-on-one, Bruce and Jay Reezy. And, (laughs) I mean... You have three goals. Your tie game, 5-5. You're probably... Did he lead that team in goals, or was it Carson? Uh, in the season? I think it was Bruce. So you're the leading goal scorer. You have three that night and one assist. Tie game, 5-5. You have a chance to be the hero. And, arguably, you're the, you're the best goal scorer on the ice. And he passes. <laughs> so the defense commits to Bruce. He, Bruce slides a perfect pass to Jay Reezy. And it's kind of, it just reminded me, like when he made that pass, I was like, oh man, Jay's going to score this. Jay makes a nice move, beats Curry, huge selly. But the big comparison that I want to make on that is that it kind of reminds me of Michael Jordan 
and Michael Jordan like he's he was known for scoring. He didn't like to uh he wanted he it was always him taking the last shot. It was Michael Jordan. It was me, it was me. And then Phil Jackson, his coach, was like, Trust your teammates, you know, trust your teammates. And what does he end up doing? He trusts Steve Kerr for the game winning shot. He trust trusted another guy, Paxton, for an, another game winning shot. Oh, I remember I seen that in the last dance where he was just like, I got the ball and, and I look over him. I think it was Paxton. I was like, Paxton is wide open. Yeah. So I give him the ball and he made the shot. I was like, okay, okay. So we come down the next play and we do it again. <laughs> I just remember that from the last dance. Yeah. So it's it just, it was pretty crazy to see him trust his teammate, Jay Reezy, like that much, that in that importance of a game and that late of a game. Anyway, big hats off to Bruce Gillis. Huge game two effort carried the boys to the final wait hold on we we we, we have to talk about something else though do we okay <laughs> I, I i just feel like you have to give a quiet quiet shout out because we've been preaching this all season long that we want to see emotion we want to see the celebration colchester excavation boys that stuck around long enough to watch the end of this game you guys can can back me up on this but the Jay Reezy celebration, you know, was amazing. You know, I think I think he even said that he felt bad doing it. But then Frazier, Frazier White, you know, captain of the Titans kind of stepped up and said, you know, hey, big goal, big moment. You know, you, you, you deserve to, to celebrate like that. So we, we thought it was going to go to overtime. That was pretty much the OT winner. And and it was it was nice to see some emotion out of the fellas. It really was. And the, the other thing on that is I think that might be the biggest goal he's ever scored. And uh, not even to be funny about it, but he played house league hockey growing up. And, I mean, you're out there on the ice. You have Ben Higgins. Like, you know what I mean? So you have players, like even myself, I'm both, when I play against these guys who play junior A, Q, pro, university, it's like I never would get the chance to play on the same ice with, with someone of that skill. So, yeah, he, Jay Reezy scores a goal in a playoff game to clinch the series against a goalie like Curry, who, again, like Jay probably wouldn't have played against goal- goalies as good as Curry. I think it should be respected, I guess, that in the Chell that uh, you're able to score a goal on that stage. Yeah, no, for sure. And and it gets me back to the old thing I've been saying for so long now that don't sit there and tell me that you don't care. That was arguably probably the best game of the season, I think, by far. And guys were getting into it. Guys were excited. Guys were celebrating. The cheers were loud on the ice. Like, it almost sounded like the rink was, and I'm maybe being silly saying this, but it almost sounded like there was you know, a couple hundred people there because just the, the cheers on the ice, the emotion was flying. Like It was loud when Jay scored, and there might have been 30 of us there still. Was it louder than the Purple and ex- Excavation Game 1? Or I wasn't there for Game 2, but that comeback must have been loud. I wasn't there for Game 2 either. That's the one I missed. We missed the almost the collapse. Yeah, I, I can only imagine that was loud because Purple bought into the celebrations. Like uh, they, they, you know, they ride in the bench. They, like they loved it, and and it's good. I like it. It's good to see. It's it's all in good fun, and I think everybody knows that. You know, nobody's gonna jump the bench because Jay Reezy almost grabs ice when he scores. Like let <laughs> let the guy have some fun. You know, like you said, that might be the yeah. biggest goal he ever scored. If that if he wakes up tomorrow morning with a smile on his face, I'm done. We did our job. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, it's. It, I I think that was the best game of the playoffs. I'm happy to say that I think it's only going to get better. I think now moving into the championship series, when you have the underground snacks against the Hogs, or in I hope we get three good games. 
we'll, we'll see what we pick here after a bit because I think we both did the I got the Marty Jinx going apparently mm-hmm. so I gotta be careful who I pick <laughs> wait 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 you've gotten every okay no you've gotten one conference wrong you've got the excavation and then the Titans wrong the other conference you could call it you, you got right with hog and then you picked the oh wait no no so I I picked I picked per I picked purple <laughs> and they almost won <laughs> So I think I gave myself a half point there. <laughs> I did pick hogs to sweet butt heavy. That happened. So that's I think that's the yeah. only one I've got right because then I did pick, I picked the oh, Titans man. to beat the hogs. No, you picked. Oh yeah, but you didn't have the snacks. Yes, I did. Because you had purple winning. No, but you had oh, purple winning. Oh, in that so in our very yeah. first one, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. So. But yeah, you had the snacks. Our, so you have yeah, that right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. True. So you're you're fi- you're five hundred. Hey, that's a pass in my book. We'll see. This is the one. This is the one. Yeah. So let's jump into that then. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado. It's time. <laughs> we got the snacks and the hogs. Game one will go Sunday night, 830. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm ready for that one. It's going to be a good game. And I th- th- there's lots of keys to the game. I think this is... Yeah, I was happy with either team, with the Titans or Hawks winning that one. I, I mean, obviously, I picked the Titans as my early pick from the start of the year. So when they did lose, that was kind of one of the thoughts that came into my head right away. I was like, oh, I don't get to make that post where I look like a genius because I picked them back in May and they win the league. But yeah, Hogs will give Snacks a good run. How do you want to do this? Do you want to talk about keys to the game here or do you want to just go right out with your picks and then go into the reasons why? No, let's talk about the keys because I feel like there's so many different headlines in this. You know, you, you have Dylan versus Spencer. Both goalies have two shutouts. Obviously, we know Dylan's track record right now, not allowing a single goal in the playoffs so far. Uh, Spencer had a shutout game one. Maybe if you ask him, not his best performance in game two, but it was enough to get it done. Then you take the MVP of the Winter League last year in Bruce, and arguably the animal, as we like to refer to him now, going up against the MVP of the Summer League and the Rocket Richard winner in Sam Archibald, toe-to-toe. Then you got, you know, you got Carson going up against, you know, Brandon Verge, like, and then you can throw the defenseman, like Jordan Mackey has been, I think, amazing for the Hogs this playoff run. Not a lot gets by him and not a lot happens when he's on the ice, you know, defensively. So that's, that's pretty good going up against, you know, Tim Porter's pretty good. Navarro has been playing forwards right now, but usually he did play D like in, you know, PJ doesn't hurt them back there either. So no, he's been fine. Yeah, I think the teams actually match up very similar, like a lot more similar than I had actually thought when you're describing it because you also had Matt Vora in on that side, but then you get Cam Patton. Yeah, you had him on that side. Like, you go back and forth, you got Merle. The other side, you got Tyler Totten or somebody. Like, can't forget about Ben Sheffer. And then you go the other side, well, Navarro's up front. Like, it is it is a star-studded final, which is it's so cool to see. Then the defense... I think on both teams aren't the strongest suit of the team of the three areas, but they're still they're nothing to laugh at. Like like you said, I, I Tim Porter I thought was like silently really good. I don't know what he did on the stat sheet, but I just know the way he could see the ice and move the puck, and it was always it was always the right play. It was, it was that kind of guy. It was nothing flashy. It was nothing. Cra- I mean, he had skill. He had hands and stuff, but it was just always the right play at the right time. Travis Moore has been fine on defense. He, I think he was a forward his whole life. But he looks good back there. He's not a liability. Keep your head up. 
though. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't been hurting them at all. It's kind of cool to see the more brothers on defense together. Like that's kind of fun. What does so what does what do the snacks have to do if they because we had we did have a uh, the poll on Instagram and the snacks were the favorite the last time I looked. I, I think it was a landslide and too. Somebody even commented. Yeah, it was pretty big. And someone even commented on the post. And they just said, snacks in two. And they had a bunch of broom emojis indicating that the snacks are going to sweep this. So what? how do, do the snacks come out and sweep the hogs here? They got to get the Spencer. Does Spencer have an off game? Does, does, is that in his blood, like bloodstream for him to have an off game? Well, yeah. So here's the thing with that. Because I rem- I've been told a story about Spence... I forget exactly where it happened. I think it was it was in a tournament. It was in one of these weekend tournaments, and somebody was telling me about this story. But but Spencer basically let in a couple, like he had a bat an off game, and so the next the next game that day they played, they were talking to a few of the guys on the other team. They knew them, and they said, "Oh, like how's Spence doing?" They said, "Well, he had a rough." He's like, "The game's not going to go well for you guys because Spence lost this morning." Basically indicating that when Spencer does have a bad performance, he bounces back, and and because he takes that so personally and so like he takes it to heart so was game two of the titans was that a down game for spencer probably like for in his standards so what do you expect for game one against the snacks here on sunday and that's what i mean like if for the snacks to win they have to get to spencer and i almost feel like like you just said spencer will have an off game if to say against the titans in game two who who comes out next game is he going to show up at 8.33 again and have another off game, or will he actually get there on time and maybe show up at 8.28 and get on the ice for a couple warm-up shots? I'm betting he's, I'm betting he's prepared, and he's, he'll have a bounce-back game for sure in Game 1. Is it going to be... It just has to be enough. The Hogs... I think the Hogs do have to win Game 1. I don't think you want to go down a game to the Snacks. I think if you're the Hogs, you want to win Game 1. Well, I guess, yeah. And then you want to win Game 2, of, of course, but then I think the Snacks might bounce back win game two and i think that's when we see a game three final i think that's how you, it goes i think if the snacks win game one i would look out in game two for it could be a sweep it could two game sweep i don't think there's a sweep unfortunately hope i hope not yeah i i just these two teams are too good there's too much firepower on both teams i i don't unfortunately dylan i'm sorry but i don't think your shutout streak is going to continue i think you're going to get scored on here eventually. Might even be in the first minute of game one. Who knows? And and I feel like, you know, after getting suspended for a game, I think Carson's going to come back. I think he's going to come back flying, which will be good for the Hogs. You, you know, you throw him out on one line, him, and then you throw Bruce out on line two. Oh, watch out. And then you say, oh, wait, sorry. I'm going to throw Sam Archibald out at you at line one. And then Brandon Verge out at you at line two. Like, this is what I mean. Like, this series is so loaded yeah. should be fun the i got some questions marks here because i we talked to we did the scouting report on the rosters do we see mitchell scott in the lineup here in the finals he's on the roster he's fair game let him play but do we do we see him out there though do you think because i know he's busy with work and stuff yeah the rumor i heard the other night was there is a chance there is a chance because i i, I believe the rumor we got which was a very reliable source <laughs> that he's home, so... Okay, so we might see him. The other one... I was just going to say the problem is, like, again, you're getting back to that old, okay, he's going to come out for game one. Let's say he makes a big play and they win. 
Well, they, 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 does he leave? Is he done? Is he playing the rest? Like, I, I think he comes back. The other question mark I have is Colby Lanceleaf, the brother of Carson. I, I think he I, I was rumored to have some concussion stuff this year, this summer, and that was kind of a hindrance of why he wasn't playing a little bit. Like I know he doesn't really love to just jump into beer league, but I think he would play a game here or there, especially with his brother. Does Reezy put on the charm and somehow work his magic to bring out Colby Lanceleaf? What do you think? That would set me off. You know how I feel about this. <laughs> No comment. He's, but but okay, but he's on the roster, obviously. Yes. But the other thing, big thing, is he does have a brother on the team. Like and and with the injury, the third thing is like if Ian O'Brien came out, I wouldn't have had a problem because I know he's he's got like a hurt wrist or something, and then he was on the red team in the in the winter as well. So like he is part of that group. So for him just to miss a bunch and then come in the final would have been fine. I think Chase was also on the red team in the in the winter as well. Anyway, we're past that. So I don't know if I'd bet on Colby coming out. I think I think it's probably a no if I were betting on the situation, but it's just something to watch for, especially if they go down in game one. I, I think you might see a bit more desperation from the Hogs. Time will tell. Time will tell. Uh, again, I'm just excited, you know, thinking about it, getting excited for it. It's going to be fun. It's two great hockey teams. I don't know who to pick. It's too close. I, I ultimately think it's obviously like every series is going to come down to goaltending. And I, I just think Spencer's his bounce back game. He's just going to be a little bit better. And so I'm going to go out and I'm going to say the Hogs are going to win. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. How many games you got? Three. Hogs and three. Hogs and three. Wow. Okay. How do you have game three going? Is it overtime? Is it close? There will be one overtime mm-hmm. game in this okay. series. Let me think about this here. Okay, I do think I do think Spence comes out solid game one. Mitch Scott in the lineup. I think the Hogs. I I gotta go Hogs in two. I think I'm going Hogs in two. I think they get it done quick and easy. Not easy. I think the games are still super close. But oh, uh, you know what though? I think it's I. Th- I think we have to go three. I do think we have to go three games. And I think if it goes three though, I do. I think I like the snacks. Here's what I'm doing. Hogs win but when all the marbles two, are on the line in games, game I'm three, winner take all, you're going against him? Spencer, I hope you're listening to this because I want you to prove him so wrong. Oh, man. That's tough. You just, I don't know if, like, if it goes game three, I don't think the snacks, I think the snacks have this persona about them that they don't care it's always like yeah they like to play it off like it's all just fun and games but i think if they lose a game and they're forced in, into a game three i think that level of care bumps up a little bit because i don't think those guys like to lose so that's where i'm like is that x factor of the this talented team saying oh man we, if we lose tonight we lose the whole thing i think that like brings them up a little bit now if you have spencer on the other end do the same thing does he negate all that firepower? That's the kind of thing where I'm at, and it could be a yes. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Boys, all I want to say is just ramp up the intensity. Let's pick it up. This is the finals. It's for all the marbles. You get a nice, you know, obviously everyone knows there's a trophy. So ramp up the intensity. Pick up the speed. I just want to see some good, clean, fun, you know, creative hockey, and the Hogs are going to win. Let's go. All right, you heard it here first. Marty's put. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You've been right 
So yeah, you're either going to be under 500 or over <laughs> over 500 to finish the playoffs. I'm either going to be, you know, when 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 we sign off for the summer and and we start next season, and we're here for you know season two, uh, my gambling corner will not happen. If you're under 500, we can't do your game. Yeah, corner. it's not a good it's not a good start. What am I? I'm seven. Maybe, I'm seven fifty right now, and maybe we yeah maybe I need to start taking your <laughs> advice. Well, red or black. Well, I mean. Yeah, to be fair, I think you're you're playing the uh you're playing the the purple dragon kinda under, right? You're playing the 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 minus one thousand odds they had or whatever they would have had. I wouldn't even have given them minus one well, no, they would be plus one thousand. Sorry, yes. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. It would have been a lot closer, but it was still yeah. it was still an uptrade. Like if I had to put a line on this, it's it's even. It's it's like maybe you give the snacks Minus one fifty and put the hogs at plus one fifty, but it's it's too close. Like you could almost just say this is this is you know even money. Like take the seeds and everything out, you know your matchups back and forth. It's yeah, it's, it's too close. Minus one fifty snacks. So snacks are favorites heading in. Hogs plus one fifty. Do you have the uh, scoring leaders and stuff in front of you? And I do, I do. Do you want to talk about the so, playoff stats? Yeah, we can. I mean, they're pretty pretty interesting. I think we know who's leading the goalie categories. Yeah, so right now, the Hogs have played two more games than the Snacks, courtesy of the Snacks having the bye. But Dylan leads the way for the Snacks, obviously with his two shutouts with the 1,000 save percentage. Spencer in four games, this is where it gets cool. Spencer in four games has a .934 save percentage and a 1.75 goals against average. That's solid. Two shutouts in four games. And who's third on that list? Right now, third. I mean, we, we could argue that Brent Brent played four games, eight two nine save percentage. He did get shell shocked in that last game, ten nothing. So it certainly raised his goals against average. That's okay. It went up to five point eight. I think it was four point seven before Sorry, Brent. that game started. Yeah, that's on us. Uh, Curry, you know, played two games against the Hogs, eight fifty save percentage, three goals against average, two losses. Uh, Eli James, even in two games, two losses in the in early in the quarterfinals, he he still had a you know a ninety percent you know point eight nine six percent save percentage, so that's pretty good, um, which is good for him. The top goal scorers currently right now, obviously Bruce Gillis, nice. he's he's at the top of the board with five, but G Blackmore, who only played in the first round, is currently tied still with five. Let's go. Yeah, and then there's a lot of players that have like two, so I, I don't really have them on here. I just have the top so many. Thora, Totten, and Navarro all have four. Nice. Uh, for, for them, mind you, again, Thora and Totten have played a couple more games. Navarro scored four mm-hmm. in the last game against you guys alone. So we'll, we'll see. There, there's a lot of front runners for the Conn Smythe right now. I think it's it's come down to maybe four or five guys. We'll see how things play out here in the next couple of games. Maybe three, hopefully three games. But I think I think we could narrow it down to four or five guys right now. Yeah, you're probably right. What about Blackmore? Is he eligible for it? If Purple had a one, absolutely. Hold on. I think you have to get to the semifinals to at okay. least be considered. Okay. So, G, <laughs> like you were a workhorse for that Purple Dragons team, and they would not have been as successful as they were without you. But yeah, I think you got to make a rule that they have to make at least the semifinals to be. No rule. There's no rule. If somebody gets like 20 goals in three games, but they lose in the first round somehow, you never know. That won't happen. Sorry. 
<laughs> trying hey, to think of something crazy to say. Like if if that happens, I will blank. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I mean the it's, it's, it is tough, uh, but I guess so. Navarro's leading that team in goals right now. Yes. Yeah, so it's kind of I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know. It it is now it, the thing to remember, and and hopefully you know for all you guys listening out there, hopefully we can get to eight teams next year for the summer. So there's no breaks and there's no buys. You know, you just go traditional one, eight, two, seven, three, six, four, five kind of playoffs. So everybody kind of has the same amount of, of games because it's tough. Like Navarro's got four goals in two games. Bruce has five goals in four games, right? So, you know, you give Navarro a couple more games, does he bump up ahead? Like he's playing forward now. You know, his game is elevated a little bit. His emotions are really high right now. So, you know, you, you certainly hear him out there on the ice. I wonder if we could get eight teams. Do you think? I think so, man. The sk- like the other thing is, I wa- I worry about the 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 level of balance between team one and team eight. I, I mean, like this summer, I think we were pretty blessed with the six teams. I think there was a lot of parity and a lot of like. I think honestly, purple could have went on a kind of a Cinderella run, and they were the sixth seed. So, I really do believe that. I think if Bud Heavy had Braden and Simon, I think that's it. Could be different could be a different story you never know so but if you add two more into the mix now bike monkey does bike monkey join i know they said he i heard from a couple that they're like man i kind of wish we played now seeing the kind of talent that was there so what about the macintosh marksman i know they might not be summer guys but yeah i think it's tough because i i yeah i do see them as i think they were just kind of exhausted from the finals loss and and you know playing hockey like they, they went yeah they played all three rounds whereas the hogs just kind of went that they got the bye so i don't know if it was just like an emotional kind of like just release or if, if they just wanted to golf this summer but i do think you're right maybe we see the marksman and bike monkey or another team in to round out the eight and that would be kind of fun i think to see eight teams would be oh man how cool would that be so here, here's the thing with that. You better start recruiting now because if the talent does get, like, I see what your point is. If it does get watered down a little bit, who's to say? But again, like, even like Purple, even though they, they, again, they didn't win a game, but that was no indication of the real Purple Dragons. We saw the real Purple Dragons, I think, in the playoffs, and they could have easily been a third, fourth seed easily, I think. Yep, yeah, I agree 100%. So, again, like, you know, it would be nice to get to eight next year. You don't want an odd number. You don't want to run into the idea of seven. I think you just you just cut the seventh seed from the playoffs. It's just how it has to work. And you know what? I like that because it puts a little more onus on the regular season, which I think needs to be improved next year maybe. That's a topic for another day. But, like, I think we need to come up with an idea where the regular season means more. I think we saw it, though. I think you did see how important it was this summer because you have the Dragons. Like, if you cut the Dragons out of the playoffs, they shouldn't have been. Like, they, I think they deserved... That was kind of, like, their peak. It was the, the best, like, my most fun I've had playing gentlemen's hockey. And I'm, even if I lost, I would have said the exact same thing. So that's my worry about cutting off that low team. And the other thing is, if you look at the Hogs, the path the Hogs had to the final. They had Bud Heavy, who was a bit of an underdog. And I do think they were missing some key guys. Then they played the Titans, the first seed. And then they'll play the snacks the second seed so like that road to the final and if they do end up winning is the most difficult it could have been unless you were the purple dragons or i guess maybe bud heavy but that's because they had the fourth seed and not the top two and they could have finished second there was a scenario where they finished second even first but it was a little bit more far-fetched they had to have a huge plus minus in the last game but there was a, a scenario where they finished second in the league and they get the first round by 
And then you have, you probably would have had Colchester excavation. So it just would have been a much different road path for them. So I think we can see how important the regular season games are because if they win one of the earlier games that may, they thought didn't mean anything, it's a different road. Yeah, but imagine if they knew, damn, the other night when only seven guys showed up, we had been able to get 10. We needed to win that game so we don't get eliminated. Like, hey, you're done. You don't even make the playoffs. We're just going to cut you. See ya. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I feel like the regular season needs more a little. So hard. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I know what you're saying. Maybe we do a regular season in-season tournament like the NBA's. What does that do, though? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what does that do? You play for <laughs> you play for a million dollars in the midseason. Anyway, no. Are I'm you fronting the million? That. We're not getting into that. <laughs> I thought Cleves is. Yeah. Sponsored by Cleves for Source for Sports. My resume would be on Indeed next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. The other thing I we, we can chat about real quick is I think the format. And both years, this the winter and this summer that I've done, we've had six teams and I've considered every like a one versus six, two versus five, three versus four format, which then everybody's playing round one. And it's a, a true, like now the sixth seed is having to face that first seed rather than that first round. They're kind of getting a little bit, they're getting it easy. Like if Purple Dragons had to play the Titans the first round, that's a different matchup than Colchester Excavation, much different. And then the only weird part is the second round, you obviously have an odd team out. And so the top, the highest seed would get the bye to the final. So it is kind of weird where there's a scenario where if four, five, six upset, then the fourth seed gets a bye to the final. Like it, that is kind of weird. This isn't curling. We don't get buys to the final. <laughs> but it's the same thing though. You get two teams are getting a bye now to the second round, whereas only one team would sit out a round, which is kind of you know what I mean. That's the yeah. That's why we need eight. That's why we need eight. <laughs> well, I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Who am I talking to? It's like I'm talking to like I'm saying if we get six. Yeah, yeah. Something to think about. No, so no, no. Here's a situation. Eight. I just thought of something here. So what if you? The worst thing about this is if you have a three-way tie. But okay, so let's do your scenario. Let's do one, six, two, five, three, four, and then three teams come through. So now you have three teams, and you do somehow, you know, one game round robin, maybe where everybody plays everybody. Because that's only one, two, that's only three games. It's just like another round. And then the two teams that come out of that play in the final. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I'd have to think more on that. You might have to do a double round robin. Because then everybody is playing. Two game total goal series with everybody. Well, no, I think you just do like a, that would be like a tournament. Like you do like Ugh, <laughs> a mid playoff tournament <laughs> for the chance to play in the final. But I think what you do is. You play, Titans would play the Hogs, Titans would play Snacks, Titans would play Hogs, Titans would play Snacks. And then you have a true, like, one, two, three. It's a bigger sample than just a one game with each team, and which is kind of cool, too. Like, that's what the NFL does, and it's, they're successful, and it's one game. Like, this is what it comes down to, so. Yeah, it, it's tough. I'm just reading here. I just literally went on Google, and I was like, what is the best playoff format for six teams? What's it saying? What we do now. Top two, move on. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that might make sense, but then, like, you, yeah, anyway, we'll see. We'll try to get eight. We'll try to get eight next year and see how that goes. Or, like I said, you eliminate the bottom two and just go one, four, two, three. So this year you would have, you'd have so many people unhappy is the only problem. And I think, you don't think that after this year, this is a good example of why the six seed should make the playoffs? Well, yes, absolutely. But again, I just feel like, I've said this from day one, if you make the playoffs just on merit, you're just, you're just there, 
and you bring whoever you want, why did you play the regular season? What was the point? That's like saying, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get my 20-man roster. I'm gonna put 10 guys who are solid hockey players, standout hockey players, but I know they can't make any single game. But they're gonna be here for the playoffs. So I'm just gonna get the scrubs, and we're gonna go play 10 games and lose every game. And stat, it's a point night playing against us. And then you're gonna come into the finals. And hey, guess what? Time to go. But who did that? What team did that? Well, you guys almost did in game one against the Snacks. So you think we were scrubs all year, finishing third somehow? I just, you guys are a completely different team with Chase and Mark, and Booma didn't even play. So we, but we finished third overall with Chase playing two regular season games. Two, that's 20%. You played two games. Two. That's right. And we finished third with 80% no Chase games. I'm just trying to, I'm just saying, like, I see what you're saying, but. Yeah, you could argue that all day. I just feel like the regular season needs to be more important. All right, I'll see if I can think of a way. You'll think about that for the next week now. I love it. <laughs> Easy. Enjoy that ride to work tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be thinking about doing like a mid-season tournament where we can like pay the winning team. Like, <laughs> No. Do not get money involved. Do you think things are fun now or could be dirty now? You can just wait. Oh, man, that's true. Yeah, okay. But yeah, there you have it. So who'd you take again? Hogs if it goes two, snacks if it goes three. I know. I kind of, I kind of flaked out there again. I just, I don't know how you can bet against the snack, but I don't know how you can bet against how hot the hogs are right now. I just wonder if they've run out of steam. I don't think Spencer or Bruce do run out of steam. So, all right, let me pick one team here. I'm gonna go. See, I, I don't want to cheer for the snacks. I'm gonna be quite honest. So here's the thing too. I don't know if you remember this. So remember how a couple minutes ago you said, oh, now I can't play the clip back and it looked like I was a genius? Do you remember who I picked way back then? You picked, okay, so hold on. Hold on. Well, no, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out, time out. We, this is where like you could insert the clip. We picked who we thought would win a long, long time ago. Do you know what, wait, do you you, (laughs) I'm just going to pick everybody until I'm right. right. I can make a like a uh, compilation of Brady saying the snack the snacks are gonna win the league. No, the Titans are gonna win the league. I picked the Hogs to win in Game Three of the Finals. You've picked all the best teams. Good job, Marty. Back in May, I picked the snacks. When you picked the Titans, I picked the snacks. All right, I gotta go Hogs just because <laughs> I cannot hear you say <laughs> I was right back in May. All right, I got the Hogs. Uh, two or three games. I'm going to go Hogs in two. Okay. Doing it. All right. I like doing it. it. I like it. Big game one. Big game one. And then I think the Snacks just find themselves a bit lost. But you know what? See, there's a level of like not caring where it doesn't, they, they don't matter. They lose. They're like, whatever. I'll just go win the next game. Pro- show it then. Don't lose the first game then. Yeah, I'm going to go Hogs in two. I'm gonna go I like hogs it. So two. you're Hogs in two. I'm Hogs in three. With my snacks back burner. <laughs> That'll the Uno reverse. Gotcha. I'm picking the refs. I'm, I'm picking the refs. Uh sweet. Okay. Sweet. Well stay tuned. We're gonna be doing yeah. some going live. I think we're gonna try to go live stream. Yeah, let you're breaking the news now. Breaking news. Yeah, let's break the news. We're gonna go live for the final. So if you'd like to tune in, that'll be on let's do that on our YouTube, which we'll I'll have to set up a shell YouTube, but we're gonna gonna do that and you can check out the game live or i guess if players are playing they can kind of 
scroll back through the game afterwards and check out some of the highlights and stuff that had happened. Go easy on us, fellas. We're not professionals. We're just not yet. You know, not yet. We're getting there. We're getting there. But we're working on it. We're gonna try. We're gonna see what happens. And at the end of the day, we're just gonna have some fun. Get some content out there. Show you the chell and a little commentary to go along with it. And maybe we'll get some pre-game interviews and post-game interviews and see where people's minds are at and really make a show out of it. But it's all in good fun. So go easy on us. Yeah, we'll be chatting uh, for Sunday. And thanks for tuning in today, guys. And we'll chat with you next time. Cheers.